You're about to listen to a message from the Father's Church. The Father's Church is an assembly of believers committed to revealing the fatherhood of Almighty God to this generation through sound biblical teachings and corresponding moral conduct. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. come up higher. Why? Because I asked why. The way the Holy Spirit ministered to me, he said, since God does not change. Everybody agrees here, Abby? God has been telling us he does not what? He does not change. He says, by two immutable things, it is impossible for God to lie. You and I, everyone here, and those online heard it a few moments ago that the word of God says clearly that he is the Lord, he changeth not. And whatever he says to you is already done. It's not that God will do it. You know, it makes me remember, you know, during the um, governor's week, Pastor Moody ministering on that first day. He said, God is not going to do it. It's not that God can do it. He said, God has already done it. Anything God says to you is already done. Praise Jesus. Now, since that is the case, and let's go to Revelation 1. Verse 8 to 11. Quickly, please. Probably going to open quite a number of scriptures. Revelation 1. Verse 8. It says, So since God is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the one who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty, and whatever he says is done. Right? He now says what? Come up higher. Come up higher to where I am. I've just summarized this, someone. Since you agree all that, or do we all agree that God is all that? Do you believe, not mental ascent, do you believe that God is Alpha and Omega and he controls what is in between? Do you believe? God now says what? Come up higher. Now, you know that if somebody is saying come up higher, it means that the person is at a higher level, right? And yesterday, when we were praying in the evening, Pastor Mark's leading. He took us to a scripture. Let's look at it. Haggai 1 verse 8. He says, go up to the mountains and bring wood and build the temple. When he was praying, he was leading us along the line that, yes, the church is going to be 20 now. You see, God has already laid the foundation of the church. But he said, when he talks about wood, most times when you begin to use wood, you're thinking about beautifying the house. But what was coming to me was, come up to Mount Zion. Praise God. Go up to the mountain of, to where God is. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, let's look at um, Apostle John now. Let's go back to uh, Revelation 1, please. Hallelujah. Verse 1. This is the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John. Verse 2. Who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ. To all things that he saw. Amen. Let's go to verse 9 now. Now he says, I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. Was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. 10. 
I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard him and I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet. Praise the Lord. This was where John was. He was where was he? He was on the island of Patmos. For what? The word of God. Praise Jesus. Okay, let's look at Revelation 4 verse 1. After these things, I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me saying, come up here, come up higher, come up here. And I will show you things which must take place after this. Now, this is what John heard. And he it was what? Like a loud trumpet. You know, we're used to hearing that, okay, the voice of the Lord, you know, a still small voice. But this is so loud. It's coming to you and I in the Father's church. Now that God is saying, whatever level you are with him now, step up higher. And do you know the funniest thing? As he's saying it, the door is open wide for you to come in now. The door is open wide for you to step into the next level of your walk with God. Look at that scripture. He said, a door standing open. You see, whatever you think is an inhibition that's holding you back from taking that next step in God right now listen god is saying the door is wide open the one who is calling you has all the power which you and i have all agreed amen and his holy spirit is just there he's waiting for you to do what agree with him agree with him to do what step up agree with him to do what come up higher praise the lord whatever level you are in now with god let me jump myself now Has anybody tasted of the Lord in this house? Let me see your hand. You have tasted and experienced God in one thing. God has shown himself faithful to you in one area. Listen, do you know what the Lord showed me? He said that was just what? A taster. Psalm 34 verse 9. Taste and see that the Lord is good. What I'm looking for is taste and see. You see, whatever experience you have had of God is what? Is a taster. Is a tester. That means there are many. You see, when somebody tastes something, right? It means there are better things. Praise the Lord. The Father's church is going to be 20 now. Listen. There are all some things God wants to do through you and I now. But for you to get in there. You see, and you know the funny thing? It's not that God wants to do them. Let's start correcting ourselves. God has already done them. But he needs your partnership. He needs my partnership. Praise the Lord. Since you have tasted and seen that the Lord is good, right? Because there are greater things that God has already prepared from the foundations of the world for you and I. He's saying, do what? Come up higher. Come up to the place so that you can see from where I see. Listen, Pastor Lord sharing on Sunday, he said God is the beginning and is the end, right? He dwells in eternity. He sees everything. As he's saying it to you now, he's seen the end because he's already completed it. He's seen everything. So he wants you to come up higher. So that you can see what he's seeing. So as you're seeing what he's seeing, right? Those conditions around you may not align with that word you have. That vision is giving you. Because you're seeing from where he's seeing. You're confident. You're confident. You're stable. You're not moved. Dollar in the black market now is 98200. But you're not moved. Okay, I mean for $100. That's 982 per dollar. But you're not moved. If you're standing from where God is, praise the Lord. God says, come up to where I am. 
Let me jump again. What did our Lord Jesus say? He says, come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. Now, now see this come up higher. That let's understand it with that scripture. Come to me. He's saying, come to me. You know, you, to hear, you might hear this word now. And what you're thinking are those your problems that God will solve. No. That was what I was thinking as I, I was meditating on it. And when the Lord brought that scripture to my mind, he said, come to me. He's the one standing on the high place. He's the most high. He wants you to come to that place where his word says you're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Far above whatever your problems are. He says, come to me. See this. Look at it. Please look at the scripture. Come to me. Come up higher. Why? Because he's the most high. The most high is saying, my son, my daughter, come to me. Take your focus away from where your problem is. The solution to your problems are, are add-ons. They are additions. They are additions. As you do what? Keep going to him. Come up higher is come to Jesus. Pastors ministering the other time told us you see, that those signs and wonders that God does is for you to know him. It's about coming to him. The Jews ate the uh, five loaves and two fish, the miracle loaf. And when they came, they were not coming to him. They are looking for another miracle that they will eat. God is moving our attention. He said, come to me. Come up higher to where I am. He's the most high. Come to the most high. Come to the most high. Seeing that he cannot lie. Whatever he tells you is already done. It's already done. That's the one that is telling you to come to him. Praise the Lord. Let me take it this way again. Pastor ministering the other time, he mentioned, you know, John 14, 15. If you love me, obey my commandments. I think further down 23 now says, if you have my word and obey them, my father will love you. Let's see the scripture. Okay, 23. Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my words and my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. Now, he was talking about the love of God. As different from the father's love. The love of God covers everybody. Jesus has paid for you and I. But that love brings you into that road to eternity with God. Amen. But on that road, for you to get to the place where eternity with God works, you need to begin to do what? Obey. And when you begin to obey, what happens? The father's love comes to you. And pastor said something on that. He said, those who will make heaven are those who please the father. What the Lord Jesus says. He said that he does only those things that pleases the Father. He's always with him. You see, the place where God is calling you and I is a place where he is what? Always with us. Consistent obedience to him. Praise Jesus. You know, I think it was, yeah, on Monday evening, I was speaking to my daughter. So I asked her, have you opened the, because I always send her the Sunday school manual every Saturday when we finish our review. So that she uses it, you know. So have you looked at it? He said, Daddy, she's not looked at that one, you know. So I just keep that and I started discussing this particular one with her. That, okay, you went to church on Sunday. You heard the word of God. Hmm? God's love has brought you to church. But when you hear that word of God, right, and obey it, the Father loves you. The Father loves when you obey it, because that's what scripture says, right? So I now told her, do you see that the only solution now is what? For the father to love us is to do what? Keep obeying him. 
And the Holy Spirit reminded me of it today. Amen. Praise the Lord. So those who will make heaven are those who do what? Please the Father. Yes, the love of God brings you into the road. Abby. You have eternal life. But to end up there, it's obedience that will bring you there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come up higher to the place of reverential fear of the Lord. We're still talking about come to me. Our Lord Jesus says what? Come to me. It's a place of reverential fear of the Lord. Come up to me. Come up higher to the place of reverential fear of the Lord. When you hear the word of God, what you're hearing today now, this word has come to you, right? God is expecting you and I to do something with it. Praise God. And we have understood from our Lord Jesus' parable of the word comes to you. If you obey, you have built a house. If you disobey, if you don't do anything, you have also built a house. But when trouble comes, the one who obeys is the one whose house will stand. And I believe God that your house and my house will stand because we will obey. So let's not be quick to say amen. You're saying amen because you believe you will obey. Praise the Lord. I know the joyful thing about that. Come up higher to the place of reverential fear of the Lord. Let's look at Psalm 25 verse 14. Before we even read it, let's not forget that that's Revelation 4 verse 1. John said he was in the spirit. That he said, okay, he said the door was open to him and come up here and I will show you things which must take place. Those things that he's going to show them are what? Secret things. So let's go back to Psalm 25 verse 14 and read it. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him. Praise God. Do you want God's secrets? Come up higher. Now, you see, everybody's focus is now is come to him, right? Now, the thing there again is once you come to that place, those things that are bothering you here and there, in the course of showing you those other secrets, he will show you that one too. That's where he's calling you to. So he's not saying come to me and then your problems won't be sorted out. God will show you. It's guaranteed. But your focus and my focus is what? Seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. And he will do what? Give you rest. Praise the Lord. I said here, God is calling us to a deeper relationship with him. So that he can show us great and mighty things. The door is open now for you. For you and I. And if only we will hearken to him, the Holy Spirit is waiting on us to agree with him. Just one move you make. Um, I think it was Pastor Josh when we were praying the other day that talked about, okay, they, maybe they're sharing palliative and bags of rice. You know those 50 kg bags are around. They gave everybody. But there's a child, 10-year-old. You know a 10-year-old can't pick up that one. But the moment the 10-year-old tries to pick it up, the moment you try to engage, come up higher, help will come. The Holy Spirit is waiting on you and I. Any action you take in obedience to this word, the Holy Spirit is waiting to back you up. Ignore whatever you are afraid of before now. The one who is saying you should take that step now is more than able. He's already sorted it out. All he needs is your do what? Your obedience. Praise the Lord. Zion is calling us to a higher place. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, let's look at someone like um, Peter. 
Let's take an example of somebody who did what? He obeyed this instruction. Let's not forget, you know, after our Lord Jesus was crucified, dead, and all that, and then rose again. When Mary, Magdalene, and Co. went back, found out that he had risen, and went back to them, they didn't believe them, right? Peter was the same one that could not, when the servant girl was accusing him that, okay, you look like one of those people that was with Jesus. He was afraid. He, he couldn't talk about Jesus. All right? But now let's fast forward to Acts of the Apostles 2, verse 1 to 4. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Two. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Three. Then they appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. Four. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. We fast forward. The same Peter, after this happened, after he agreed with the instruction to come up higher, the same Peter began to minister. He preached the word. Somebody who could not preach to a servant girl one-on-one stood in front of a crowd and he preached. How many souls were one? 3,000 souls. That's one level of encounter. Praise God. In the same Acts of Apostles, further down, he preached again. 5,000 souls were won. Now, Peter did not rest on his oars. He kept doing what? Pressing into this God. Coming deeper and deeper relationship with him. Yeah, the gate called Beautiful. The man who was born lame. 40 year old man. He and John walking past. Began to raise. He raised, the lame man walked, right? Praise God. Another level. Now, if Peter had stayed at that level, at the servant girl's level where he could not preach to her, these possibilities, would you have seen them? Would you have experienced them? Now, the same thing with you and I. There are possibilities in God for you and I. Now, that is waiting on you to do what? Come up higher. You know, Peter continued going. Peter raised the dead. Peter's shadow healed the people who were sick, right? Now, Peter is a typical example of you and I right now. Because you see different things. You remember Peter was the one that was telling them, let's go out fishing. Meanwhile, what was speaking in his life then was go fishing for men, not go fishing for fish. But when he agreed to come up higher, all this began to happen. If you agree, the next level is open to you. God has already done it. But he needs your cooperation. The Holy Spirit is waiting on me. He's waiting on you. And he's calling you to do what? Come up higher. Praise the Lord. Now, the other side is somebody like, um, somebody who did not respond to this word. Let me give us an example. Let's go to Colossians 4, 14 to 15. We're talking about Demas. Yes, 4. 14 and 15. Look, the beloved physician and Demas greet you. Do we get that? Now, this is Luke. The one that wrote as apostles, that wrote the book of Luke. He and Demas, you know, so they were all in church together. They were ministering powerfully. They were talking to the Colossian church. All right? That means Demas was in the faith as at that time. Demas was engaging, come up higher at that time. Praise the Lord. Now, let's fast forward to 2 Timothy 4.10. 
It says, for Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world and has departed to for Thessalonica. The same Demas that he and Luke, Dr. Luke, that wrote Luke, the book, he said, both of us, you know, it's just like a pastor is speaking. I said, me and him, we are greeting Pastor Iman. Do you, you understand? Mom, is saying he and Pastor Falakemi are greeting so, so, and so. Why? Because they are, they are in what, that unity of spirit. They are doing what? They are engaging. They are pressing into God. Amen. They are pressing towards the high call in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Apostle Paul understood this thing. And we understood, we have learned in this house that, you see, in the spirit, that you can't be stagnant. You're either pushing forward or you're regressing. So if you're not engaging the word, you might think everything is okay. It's not okay. You see, when God showed me this thing, I, I began to recalibrate everything. In the spirit, we have learned in this house that you're either going forward or you're regressing. So, Demas' problem the way it came to be, see, he says, Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. So, Demas was in that company. He was always hearing the word of God. Right? He might hear it in church. Now, this is my own side now as I was meditating on this. He might hear it in church. And he's excited when he steps out. Legitimate things of the world that he needs crowds out the world. Praise God. Let's look at... Um, Mark 4, verse 18, the TPT translation. This is the picture I got of what happened to Demas. Mark 4, verse 18. And what is sown among tongues represents those nice who hear the message. 19. But they allow the cares of this life and the seduction of wealth and the desires for other things to do what? Crowd out and choke the message. And it won't produce. So over time, because what happened to Demas did not happen at once. What happened to Demas can happen to anybody. But you and I have heard the word. Maybe nobody preached it to Demas then. But you have heard. God is witness. The Holy Spirit is witness here. That you and I have heard. And it won't be our portion. Amen. Why? Because we engage it. You can see it now. He said, they allow, you see, they receive that word like you're receiving it now. He said, amen. Each time the word came. Each time Luke shared the word. Each time Apostle Paul shared the word. Like pastor shares it here. Praise the Lord. But he did not do what? Come up higher. Come up higher is just to engage the word. Engage what Jesus is saying now. The Holy Spirit is waiting on you and I to do what? To help you. To help me. Praise Jesus. Okay, so some of the keys that will help us to do what? To engage this word. The first thing is thirst. You must be, you see, if somebody is not thirsty, if you bring cold water, he won't, he's not going to be bothered. Abby, thirst. Let's look at um, John 7, 37 to 38. You must be thirsty. You must be hungry. Hunger and thirst after the word of God. Hunger and thirst after him. What does he say? On the last day, the great day of the feast. That day is today. And Jesus stood and is crying out right now through me. And saying, if anyone does what? Thirst. If anyone does what? Thirst. Let him come to who? Me. It's to him again. 
Praise the Lord. So, let's go to God in prayer now concerning this matter of hunger and thirsting for him. Let's go to God in prayer. Let's ask the Lord. Lord, I desire, O oh Lord, to thirst for you. Let's go to God. Pray to God about it. Ask the Lord to help you. Lord, help me. Holy Spirit, do this in me. I want a hunger and a thirst for you, O oh Lord. Lord, help me. Make me one, O oh Lord. Lord, give me that kind of heart, that desire, O oh Lord, to always thirst and hunger for you, O oh Lord. To thirst for you, O oh Lord. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Lord, I ask, O oh Lord, is there anything, any other desire that impedes my thirsting for you, O oh Lord? King of glory, let that one die and let my thirst for you grow. Let our thirst for you grow, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Next one is desire and eat the word. First Peter 2 2. As newborn babes desire the pure milk. Let's see the KJV of this one. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby, that you may come up higher. Praise the Lord. And the other part I added is you eat the word. That's the study of the word. That's the meditation of the word. Uh, Jeremiah was saying, he says, your word have I found and I did eat them. And it has become the joy and the rejoicing of my soul. That's somebody like you and I. That's where God is calling you and I to. You know, when, at times when pastor is minister and he says some things, ah, that God's word is so sweet. It's, it's a level and that's where God is calling you and I to. Let the word of God be sweet to you. Let's you not know, be... You receive your attention span for the things of God. No. What we're crying for is, you know, let God give you an eye. An attention span for his things that, you see, that's in, that is inexhaustible. That you always want more of him. His presence is not other things. For example, now, some people, you say they should read the Bible. They re- by the time they read a chapter or two, they're feeling drowsy. It's not, there's nothing wrong with feeling drowsy. But you can overcome it so that, you know, it becomes a pattern. It becomes a way of life for you. The word of God is sweet to you. It's sweet to your soul. Sweet to your heart. Praise the Lord. Mm. If you're coming up to that higher place, you must be ready. You know, because our Lord Jesus speaking, he said, which of you wanting to build a tower will not count the cost? He's telling you that there's a price for that higher place. So you must be ready to do away with some things that will hinder you in that place. Let's look at um, Hebrews 12.1. You must be ready to let go of some associations, some friends, some friendships. They are not bad friendships, but they will not, you know, two cannot work together except they agree. They don't agree with what Jesus is saying. Praise the Lord. Okay. Therefore, we, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside, you know, the weight that holds you back. You know, maybe it's your phone. I think it was on Saturday at the Joy Force class. And somebody said, ah, you can decide to do a one-week fast of social media. If you know that's one of your weights that keeps you from spending quality time with God. A one-week fast. And then you give that time to the Lord. You see, these are the things that you and I need in that higher place in him. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay, let's look at um, first. Corinthians 15.33 Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. You see? You've heard the word now. It's still going back to that Matthew 4. You heard the word now. The company you go and keep, the things you listen to. So it might not be physical people that you're seeing one-on-one. The programs you watch, the people you're speaking with, they can crowd this. This word is bringing good habits into your heart now. But if you're not careful 
let's not forget here also that we learned that osmosis, it just seeps in. It seeps in. It seeps in. Before you know it, you've forgotten. And that will not be our portion in Jesus' name. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit is, is um, what's that legal, legal word? Sink one on. It's not negotiable. But you beloved, building up your most holy faith by praying what? In the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Spirit is, read a word. You, this one you heard now. You can go to God, keeping this word in your heart now. and praying in the Holy Spirit. The Lord will tell you something to do. Praise the Lord. It helps, that's communion. And you know, we'll, in one of um, our prayer meetings, okay, I think I was sharing that. I heard Reverend Ulusha Ariogun say that. You see, when you're praying in the Holy Spirit, it expands your mind to be able to receive some of the things God wants to say. Our Lord Jesus speaking said, there are some things I want to say to you that you can't receive them. Spending time praying in the Holy Ghost opens you up to be able to receive some of the things God is saying. Praise the Lord. Which ordinarily, if you just stay the way you are in your understanding, it might take you a longer time before it comes to you. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And lastly, let's not forget Hebrews 5.14. Word practice. Word practice. Word practice. The meaning of what I'm saying now is you will practice come up higher. I know my own come up higher now. You know your own. And you know the funny thing? God also knows. Hebrews 5.14. But solid food, the higher place, belongs to those who are what? That's the next level. Belongs to those who are full age. That is those who by reason of what? Use. Reason of practice. Have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Practice. What practice? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In closing, I say, remember, making heaven is a function of pleasing the Father. And pleasing the Father is simply walking by faith. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. Don't settle for where you are today. Come up higher. Father, we thank you. You've been listening to a message from the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Barnex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. 9 a.m. on Sundays and 6 p.m. on Wednesdays. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 07-03-15-88404. You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org. God bless you.